hey, legally, I have to let you know that we're recording by the law. That's all I have to let you know. All right. Well, let's do this. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Megan. What's up? <laughs> oh, nothing. Just the usual Wednesday activities. Literally, I feel like every Wednesday is the same. But this Wednesday, I worked from home, which was nice because um, normally Wednesdays are super busy. But I had got to chill at home today. It was very productive and feel a little relaxed. So maybe I will be a little bit more chipper this week than last week. That's always a good thing. What did you watch while you're at home? Um, I don't know. Normally I turn on because normally I work on home from uh, from home on Fridays and. Fridays are a little slower, but today I was actually like super busy. So I just kind of turned on, you know, like the daytime TV, like channel, like ABC, you know, and I was just watching, uh, you know, GMA, like who wants to be a millionaire, Rachel Ray, <laughs> Kelly and Ryan, like all that shit. Bitch, you already know that's like my dream life. Is the view. Life. Yeah, which I love. So I mean, no complaints there. It was a pretty solid day. Hell Yeah. Um, well, what's been up with you? Last week, I, um, kind of had, like, a mini crisis where I was just, like, felt very overwhelmed with, like, emails and phone calls and, like, messages as a whole. So I put myself on, like, a week probation and I, like, deleted all my social media apps and I, like, wasn't really responding to people. So I feel like I really haven't talked to you that much. Oh, good for you. I feel weird to say that, like, I didn't notice because I definitely did. But, like, there are times where, like, you know how, like, our conversations are. It's just kind of like this, that, you know, just sending yeah. each other random shit. So I was just like, oh. And that's how it is with, like, a lot of my friends. I'll just bombard them with random, like, memes and shit that they don't care about. And they'll just respond to them all at once sometimes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I didn't think that much of it. But good for you for giving yourself that little detox. How did it feel? It felt, honestly, so good. I, like, did not even miss. Because to be honest, I, like, don't really use social media that much anymore, which is really crazy for me to say because I used to be, like, a social media god. Mm-hmm. And But, like, lately I just feel like all I really use is Twitter. Mm-hmm. But, so I didn't really even miss it because, like, I rarely go on Instagram now. And, like, when I go on Facebook, it's just, like, I post my funny thoughts because I want to be validated. Yeah. And so, like, I don't really use it anymore, so I didn't really miss it. But it was, like, really nice. And then, like, I wasn't returning people's texts, like, right away. Like, if it took me a few hours to text you back, then it took me a few hours. I'm trying to get into the mindset of, like, using my phone kind of as, like, a landline. And it's, like, if this was a landline and I wasn't home, I wouldn't be able to get back to you right away. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to, like, transition into that where it's, like, I'll get back to you when I have the time and, like, mental space to get back to you. But, like, I don't have to be available 24-7. Yeah, that's a very good point. Because, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that my phone wasn't, like, pretty much always in my hand. Or, like, next to me. So, I, yeah, you're right. There's that expectation that you're always going to be available. You're always going to be on. You're always going to be free. And sometimes, like, I don't know. You just don't want to respond to a text message, and that's okay. Yeah. So, and then I would, it was, like, starting to, like, bog me down where I felt like I was, like, every time someone would text me, I'd be, like, annoyed. 
But now it's yeah. like I give myself the freedom to be like, just respond. Like it was like if like if you had a landline, you came home and you had to check your messages. Like, so I've just been trying to do that. I like even was like considering like, what if I went and got a flip phone? But <laughs> I'm just trying not to use my cell phone as much. I'm just trying to use it like when needed. That's good. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be like I'm like trying to discover myself and like be in the moment and like remember nature. No, I'm not like that. I'm just like I have anxiety and I was overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be like in nature. I'm still like sitting on my ass watching Netflix just now, not while scrolling Twitter as well. Oh, so now you're gonna be a show gal. I'm Meeting not a gal that likes shows. I will. I refuse, and no one can make me go fuck yourself, Game of Thrones. Okay, I know, but like, I really have been thinking about starting Game Megan, of Thrones. No, <laughs> Megan, don't me. I'm giving in to the pressure of society. Like, truly, I am. But I'm Megan, trying to hold out because this is the last season and then it won't matter anymore I'm trying so hard well I know but like that's what that's what makes me want to watch it is I could just watch it all the way through and not have to worry about anything else new coming on any spoilers I could just watch it start to end and be done um I'm rebelling against it though I'm really trying like this weekend I did really nothing because I have a lot of like big plans coming up so I took advantage of doing nothing and not spending money so I was trying to find shows to watch and it would have been a perfect time for me to start it, but I'm rebelling against it so hard that I started The Sopranos instead. Ooh. And and I watched like three episodes one night and it was good, but it starts a little slow. And also you forget that like, well, I forget that like the, that show first came out at this point, I think 20 years ago. I think it was 1999. I don't know. I could be wrong. But so crazy. you know, what? That sounds right. Yeah. So it just doesn't like, you know, it's that. It starts slow and it's older. So there are certain nuances that I have to get used to. Anyway, I haven't watched an episode since this weekend, but I'll probably pick it back up again this weekend. And if that doesn't go well, then I might go for the GOT. I will say, as someone who watched Sopranos on and off as a child, What's Up Parents had no restrictions. Um, it definitely does not end slow, and it gets really intense and pretty dark and heavy, but highly recommend. Yeah, and I like dark and heavy. I don't know. I think I would. See, I think it's something I would genuinely end up liking, and I was talking, and they're coming up with that, like, uh, you know, that s- prequel to it, uh-huh. starring James Gandolfini's son as him, as Tony yeah. Soprano. So I kind of want to get into it before that all comes out, because I would, I, I want to be a part of that hubbub. I agree. Maybe I'll start watching The Sopranos again, too, because I haven't watched it since it was literally on, and I, like, watched it on and off. Like, I didn't follow it heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, maybe I'll start getting into that, too, because, like, I did want to watch that show, the prequel show. Yeah, I think it's just... Wait, is it a show? I, th- I, thought it can't, I thought it was a movie. I don't know. Oh, it's been a movie? Then even better, bitch! I know. I think that, I think it's a movie, because that's why I'm excited about it, because you know how I feel about shows versus movies. Always make it a movie and make Always. it two hours or less. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You hear that, Avengers? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I was feeling the pressure of Game of Thrones as well this weekend because I was fucking pissed because I was saying like, I I know that I'm sounding hypocritical and I was like, I ain't gotten rid of all my social media, 
but I was on Twitter, but I was only allowing myself to go on Twitter if I was with my laptop, not like out in public. Oh, nice. Um, so I was on Twitter on Sunday, and I was so annoyed because there was nothing there for me. Because yeah, all it was I... about was the fucking Avengers and fucking Game of Thrones. That's literally all my Twitter was. was I was Avengers. just going to say, honestly, you picked the best weekend to do a fucking social media hiatus because that's all it was. This is not the content I'm looking for. I, I mean, I will say that I know what happens in Game of Thrones now. Like, I know that that chick killed the bad guy. And... Yeah, the chick that everyone... Everyone always tells me I look like, and I don't feel like it's like the biggest compliment. So I'm always like, okay, great. Thank you so much. Well, now everyone loves her because she had sex last week and she killed the bad guy this week. See, these are things that I know and I don't watch the show. I'm just yeah, like, I knew that too. And I knew like a lot of the scenes were like black. <laughs> yeah, it was dark. I'm like a just normal functioning member of society who chooses not to watch this show. And these are the details that I know about it because people are so insane. I've never felt this way about a show. The way that people like to do. <laughs> Same. So that's why I'm just like, shit, should I watch it? I do think it looks good. And I have watched an episode of it before and it was perfectly fine. But I just didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I just like, I can't I... watch shows where like names are just like made up out of like syllables. And there's like <laughs> kingdoms and shit. Because I'm like, what's happening? Do these people all live in the same place? Yeah, know each other. I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm typically more of a fan of like, for the most part, present day shows. Like I say, present day, and I include The Sopranos in that, even though at this point it was 20 years ago. But you know, I like like real stuff that could be real, like you know. Yeah. Well, listen. Take place in this universe. When I watch TV, I need it to be like not heavy, (laughs) especially as of 2016. Because it's, like, I can't, I, like, need to watch TV to escape shit. So that's why I'm, like, let me watch Real Housewives. Because, like, I can't, like, watch things that are heavy. Because it's, like, I already get, like, an influx of news all the time that just mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, yeah, that's why I want to watch Real Housewives and not fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, there's just a lot going on in this world. And, like, I... I'm busy, like, I'm doing shit all day. My TV time is my time to just kind of, like, zone out and enjoy myself. It's not my time to, like, stress or try to understand what the fuck is going on or whatever. So that's, yeah, like, that's why I love reality TV. It is what it is. It's mindless. It's entertainment. I hate that, like, weird pressure that, like, maybe I'm just making this up, but there's almost, like, a weird pressure that you should feel obligated to like quality tv these days just because there are so many quality tv shows out but if you choose not to watch those that's just fine too exactly i'm one time had like made a facebook status and i wasn't shitting on game of thrones and i'm not shitting on game of thrones like if you watch game of thrones i don't care i like truly do not care i'm not one of those people that are like fuck you i'm not watching it but like honestly i'm not watching it (laughs) the only reason i have like my defenses up is because like when i gently say like oh no i don't watch it like very casually people are like what the fuck and i'm like (laughs) you can watch it and i can't like it's like oh my gosh you have to oh my god it's so good oh my god how could you not oh my god are you living under a rock it's like no none of the above just chill (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not trying to be above you. I just, like, do not care. And it doesn't matter that you watch a TV show that I don't. Like, we can talk about other things. 
But one time I, like, made a Facebook status because, like, people always shit on reality TV. And, like, I made a Facebook status that was, like, I don't get, like, why people can shit on me for, like, watching TV for the Kardashians. But everyone's over here, like, obsessing about a show with incest and dragons. Because at the end of the day, they're both just television. You guys, one is, like, people act like Game of Thrones is, like, super smart and sophisticated and, like, makes you this better person because you watch it. But And, like, watching Keeping Up the Kardashians, for an example, like, makes you dumb and you're, like, scum of society. But it's, like, you guys, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're both just TV. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. They're this is a- trash <laughs> because they're both just television shows, but, like, also, like, someone who I, um... I'll say date for this podcast. Someone that I used to date, like, <laughs> wrote, like, a page-long thing telling me I was, like, wrong and how, like, people need to respect Game of Thrones because of, like, the hard work that it goes into, like, the crew and the cast and the writers and whatever. But it's, like, which um, he posted that comment and I, like, spent probably 15 minutes writing it because it was long. And, like, within a few seconds, I just deleted it off my phone. <laughs> Uh, and then he made a Game of Thrones Instagram post about me talking shit. Anyways. Um, God, I, but I can guess who this is. You can. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so. Sorry. Also, Game of Thrones is the way it is because they literally have a like million dollar budget per episode. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, if you're going to bring, like, the cast and crew into it, then you need to realize, like, reality TV show isn't just, like, the crew, like, the the cast members, like, with a GoPro. Like, yeah, you could lot- say that about every single TV show. Yeah, like, a lot of hard work goes also into reality TV because they film these people hours on end and then have to edit months and months and hours and hours of footage into 30-minute segments that all make sense throughout a season. Like, yeah. it, there's a lot of work that goes into any TV show, so if you're gonna, like, shit on me for not liking Game of Thrones because it's, like, you think I'm disrespecting the crew and, like, the work that goes into it, like, that doesn't make sense. Like, a lot of work goes into everything that goes on TV, so, like, eat a dick. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, reality TV show is art, but, because, you know, I'm not trying to be that pretentious asshole that some of those people are about Game of Thrones, but really, it's like, Game of Thrones, they show up, they have a script, they make it happen. But, like, well, not just Game of Thrones, but scripted TV shows. There's a script. There's a story. Like, reality TV, the producers are pretty much creating the story. Like, there is, they have nothing to go off of. Yeah, and it's not like they film one week and then go into the editing room and, like, make the episode. Like, they usually film, like, with, for example, we just keep going back to this. But, for example, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they <laughs> film for, like, seven months and then go edit mm-hmm. for, like, a period of time, months. And then have to edit all, like, the thousands of hours of footage into, like, 15 episodes that are, like, on a time linear. And, like, that's why people are like, oh, like, there's continuity errors. And it's because, like, yeah, some of these things happen, like, different weeks, but they have to, like, make it flow as a TV show. Anyway. (laughs) I just go on forever. There's a lot of work that goes in TV, and I applaud anybody who works on a television show. I know. Oh, my God. I could go on forever. But, yes. Those, um, are, those are our thoughts. <laughs> but back to your weekend. <laughs> Long story short, I watched a shit ton of TV and TBD on The Sopranos. 
<laughs> Long story short, I started The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, Morgan's not on social media. <laughs> because <laughs> y'all won't stop posting Game of Thrones memes. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a life change. You guys, I'm finally employed again. Yay! My first day of work was Monday. Burp, 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 burp. Ugh, sucks. It feels <laughs> no, like it doesn't yeah. suck, but you know, sometimes being unemployed is nice. Yeah, well, let me tell you, it was nice for the first two weeks, but like I've talked about before, I've like spent my whole life working often more than one job at once, and so for it to be like unemployed for a month and a half, I was like going so stir crazy, and like, I'm a person that's like fine being alone all the time, but like I was like, oh my god, I have like no social interaction, I'm gonna like freak out. So it feels really good to like have a place to go every day and have things that you need to do at that place and like yeah. talk to people and then be able to go home. So it's only no. days, but it's going good. I totally get that and that's great. It's nice that you had to give that you gave yourself a little like that you had a little break to like refresh and revive and just do you for a little bit. But I totally get what you mean. It's good to be back out there, I'm sure. And congrats. Yeah. And like for anybody searching for a job, I feel ya. Because, like, I've never had trouble getting a job, like, ever. Um, mm-hmm. so, like, when people talk about, like, it's so hard to get a job, I'd be like, I don't understand what you mean. So, like, this is the first time I ever dealt with that because it's like, you know how many interviews I've had and, like, places I've applied to? And it's like, I have, like, a great resume. Like, I have a lot of skill set and experience. I've been working for, like, 10 years. But, and, like, w- like, promotions and, like, managing people and whatever. So it's like, I have, like, a lot of good skill set, and I was applying for, like, anything. And yeah. So it's hard when you live in a city that has has a overflow of people, and a lot of those overflow of people are very highly educated people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's up, college dropout? Um, so it was definitely tough. So if you're going through the job hunting skills or, like, job hunting trials right now, I just want to say I fucking feel you, and my heart goes, and if you want someone to talk to please message me because I've never dealt with that before and it really did make me depressed towards the end of it so reach out if you want to because that shit sucks yeah it is really hard and I always say that looking for a job is a job like in itself oh it is like I remember when I was searching it took me a long ass time to find another job when I wanted to leave my previous job because I had to do both like I was working all day every day and then I would go home every night and just apply for jobs and, like, schedule interviews. And I would be sneaking out of the office and, like, taking phone calls in a locked stairwell forever so that no one would see me or no one would find me. So it is really, like, it can be a lot. So it's good that you had all the time to make it happen and hustle. And it looks like it worked out for you. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, so, yeah, cool. Um, I guess I could get into the gossip for this week. Y'all, I was really grasping at straws because not a lot of shit has happened in pop culture this past week. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to, like, move your notes around because I don't know who I think I am. But I just want to start with this royal baby that doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Megan's finally on my side. For weeks I've been telling Megan that the royal baby is fake because Meghan Markle has been pregnant for literally two years. Like, you can go back and listen to episodes of this podcast. I've been on Royal Baby Watch for, like, the last three weeks, and it still isn't here, 
and I'm upset. Yeah, I was, like, really excited and happy for them for, like, the first few months, and then it was just, like, an overflow, and now that the baby's, like, late, I'm, like, truly, like, fuck you guys, I do not care, you guys have been scamming us since the beginning, this baby isn't real, I'm fed up. I mean, I'm not over it. I am over it, and I'm not over it. You're not over it. I told Morgan that I was boycotting the podcast until the baby's born, but here I am still. (laughs) That boycott would last forever, Um, but we can, yeah, skip down to that news. So they decided that they're going to keep the birth private because, you know, in the past, all the royals have, like, come out a few days after giving birth and, like, shown the baby on the set. Yeah, which also annoys me. They decided they're not going to do that because Megan's, like, not traditional, which I'm, like, all for her not being traditional for some things. But, like, things like this, I'm, like, okay, but come on. Like, it's, like, centuries in the making. Like, just do it. Yeah, this one I was kind of, like, ooh, really, girl? Can't. I totally get it, though. Like, that's probably the, like, worst time in your life that you want to just stand out in front of millions of people on display, essentially. But I just, I want it. I'm selfish. I want the photo. I know. Like, I get it. Like, you just gave birth. Because it's usually, like, three days after they give birth or something like that. And it's like, I get it. Like, you just gave birth. You, like, don't want to be out in public. But it's like, Megan, like, literally everyone else in this family has done that same exact thing. Like, you are part of the, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be, like, one of those people that are trashing Megan Markle. Because I think that she truly is, like, a genuinely great person. And yeah, I think she's like a great ad- addition to their this family, but like, I hate that she like doesn't follow some traditions like this, where it's like Megan, like you're part of their family, like you're the new one, like this has been going on for literally hundreds of years, like you have to adhere to like some things. Yeah, I'm with you but, there. Um, but the palace will announce when she is in labor, so we will know when the baby is coming. Which will they we haven't know, yet, bitch. <laughs> will we know what it is in its name? We'll know. We'll know what it is in its name, right? I, once it's born, I'm sure they'll make the announcement. Like with yeah. Kate, they always would announce it, like on Twitter. Yeah, but they're okay. So we'll know the name, and whether it's a boy or a girl, and a title, and we just won't have a picture of it. Okay, I can deal with that because honestly, like well, we will. The, we will have a picture of it, so a few days after the baby is born, they'll do a photo shoot, not on the steps, but, like, they'll have a photographer come out to their place and do a photo shoot, and they will release those photos to the public. Okay, good. Okay, I can deal with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah, um, but, like, here's the thing. Like, so yeah, my we'll... opinion matters. <laughs> it does. Megan, don't talk down on yourself like that. Oh. Um, here's the thing. There's, like... This sounds stupid, but, like, so, like, yeah, we'll see the baby in a photo pretty much the same time frame that we've seen all the other royal babies, because it'll just be a few days after, but it'll be, like, a private photo shoot instead of, like, a paparazzi photo shoot. But, like, oh, there's... Okay, well, then I'm okay with that. But, like, the, uh, listen, for all of the Kate's royal babies, I've, like, stayed glued to the television because they get out there hours before and they just have a frame of the hospital and you're just waiting for the door to open and it's like watching a royal wedding all over again yeah oh my god I want another royal wedding those are so fun I know 
Um, so yeah, we'll get a photo shoot a few days after the baby's born. So we'll see pics and we'll know when it's coming and they'll announce the everything Megan said, like the gender name, titles. They usually do that on Twitter, like the Kensington Royal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then this is like something that I don't know too much about, and I guess I could have researched it, but who am I kidding? But Megan told me that the baby's gonna be might be named Allegra. Megan, cite your sources and spread your info. So Vanity Fair, which is the in touch with the Royals, um, um, but I don't know. I don't. I know that there's like a whole system when it comes to naming the babies. Like you pretty much are choosing from a pool of names that are like family names, essentially. Right. With the exception of a few outliers. So people have like the basically like the odds. Certain names are like favored to win right now. And it was between, well, first of all, everyone thinks it's a girl. And everyone thinks it's between like Elizabeth, Diana, those were like the front runners. And then randomly, like somewhere in like the odds, like the pool of names, this Allegra, I don't know how, but like the name Allegra popped up. And it has some type of, um, like, meaning to Megan, but I can't remember what it is. Like I said, I should have, like, read the full article, but <laughs> but I, this is more of, like, a headline skim. Anyway, long story short, the name Allegra is, like, coming up in the races for the baby's name, which is just really kind of out of left field. And um, rumor has allergy it. medication. Say, rumor <laughs> has it, it's Megan's fave allergy medication. <laughs> There's a lot of pollen going over there in England. Um, yeah, so that's that could be interesting, but I also don't think it'll be that just because when has a royal baby name ever been leaked? Like I you know, I feel like there's too much chatter about it. Yeah. I I guess I mean I think Diana for like a baby kinda of sounds weird, but I that would be sweet. Yeah, I'd be okay with Diana. You're right. Oh my god, a baby named Diana? What? <laughs> I'm honestly just imagining a baby with Princess Diana's haircut right now. That's what I was literally thinking. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Like, as soon as I was like, oh, baby Diana. And she works in accounting. Um, and then, I mean, Elizabeth would be nice too. Yes, that would. I think they'd all be. Yeah. I think they're all fine. Allegra's a little out there. I, I don't hate the fact that it's an out there name. I just. I just personally think of allergy medication when I hear that name, so I can't think of anything else. So do I, but we're also, like, American, and I feel like Allegra is actually a very popular name in England, because I've known, like, a lot of, not personally, but, like, a lot of socialite influencer types named Allegra. Yeah, and I guess if you take the medication aspect out of it, it is, like, a pretty sounding name. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, listen, bitch, I love me some allergy medication because a bitch gets allergies. Yeah, dude, I would name my first kid Flonase at this point because Flonase is a lifesaver during allergy season. Woo, woo. This podcast is sponsored by Flonase. Flonase, <laughs> after 24 hours re- relief of seasonal allergies. Or Zizol. Do you have Zizol commercials with a little owl? Um, I don't watch TV. I don't have commercials. Anyway, there's a Zizol and there's a little owl playing the piano and he goes, be Weisel, take Zizol, and it always gets stuck in my head. That was so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> wow, that was my own little personal monologue. <laughs> to be honest, I really can't remember the last time I watched the commercial. 
like commercials. I just don't literally have commercials anywhere. Yeah. I will. But even when you watch, even when you watch stuff on like apps, like Bravo apps, do you still get commercials? Yeah. Oh, I guess, but I think I just zone out. That's how I get them. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm paying attention then. Oh. I have so many episodes of Real Housewives to get to. I hope the fucking app is working because after this, I'm gonna watch. Oh Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's our... Oh, and speaking of Megan and Harry, there's rumors that they, right after the baby's born, they're going to move to Africa for two to three years to do, mm-hmm. like, a Commonwealth tour. Um, That was, like, one of... Speaking of baby Diana, that was one of his mom, Princess Diana's, like, huge charities and, like, biggest passions in her life. And he's been kind of following in her footsteps. And so... And they actually got engaged, Harry and Megan, in Africa. Um, and, like, that was, like a really special place for them. So they're thinking about, or like rumor has it that they're going to do that, do like a Commonwealth tour and like help out in Africa for like two to three years. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, interesting. I think that they're really just trying to be like good, well-rounded worldly people. And I respect that. And I think that would be good for their family too, because it's like, there's not going to be like paparazzi down there. Right. Um, okay, cool. So now we can... Now I'm all over the place with these notes. Um, boop, boop, boop. Okay, we can start at the tippy top now. Kim Kardashian West. She... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a ride or die. I've said it many times on this. I've defended her in a whole entire episode. But... Sometimes she's just so wild. <laughs> Sometimes she's such a fucking kook that I like don't, I don't even know her anymore. Um, so she's having a fourth baby that everyone keeps forgetting about, including me. Including keep, me too. Wow. I keep forgetting she's gonna have a fourth baby like next month. Um, by surrogate, obviously, because she after she had her son Saint, her second kid, she like couldn't have kids anymore so then she had Chicago by a surrogate last year and then like right after Chicago was born they found another surrogate to have a fourth kid because they want to have like a ton of kids um and so yeah she'll have a ba- a new baby next month no one's talking about it including Kim <laughs> but I feel like they're forgetting and I'm like are you guys gonna pick up your baby when it's born like I know I was like <laughs> are you guys sure about this are you changing your mind <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it's a boy. It is going to be a boy. We found that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're going to end at that many kids or have more. Who knows? God, call it a day. Four kids is a lot. Yeah. Shout out to my family. We had four kids. Yeah, that's Bitch, a lot. It's a lot. Um, love all my sisters, though. But still, there's four humans that don't include the parents. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. We looked like probably like a fucking soccer team every time we went out to dinner. Um, so, yeah, they are, like, having a, their fourth baby soon. So Kim decided that she was going to have a baby shower. I don't necessarily know why because it's, like, you don't need people to bring you gifts. Normally people don't have baby showers after their first kid because it's, like, you have all the baby stuff already. And, like, she has three kids, so she, like, definitely has all the baby stuff already. 
Yeah, wait, like, you're right. I didn't really think of that. That's kind of tacky. Yeah, and she has like a million tr- trillion dollars. Yeah. But she had like a baby shower, I guess maybe just to celebrate that they're having a fourth kid. It was like pretty small and intimate. She didn't even like post a lot about it, but it was, you guys. <laughs> the theme of this baby shower was CBD, as in like weed cannabis yeah (laughs) not like the part that gets you like high but like yeah cannabis like i'm sure everyone's heard about like cbd oil or like cbd whatever but that was like the theme of her baby shower she's so wild sometimes you guys i get why people get annoyed with her (laughs) i know i like don't get it like obviously i get it but like why kim why Yeah, like, why that has a theme for a baby shower? And also, like, out of all people, you, Kimberly? What's going on, sis? (laughs) It's like she's, it's almost a little, like, like, it's kind of transparent. Like, am I right? It's like she's trying to be cool, trying to be, like, like, attach herself to a timely trend. And it just seems a little obvious to me that what she's trying to do. Oh, yeah, she definitely still wants to be trendy and, like, young. And it's like, Kim, you're losing, like, followers because it's like, girl, you're 38. Like, your fan base has grown up with you. We're not, like, 15-year-olds anymore being like, Kim had a CBD thing. We're like, yo, we work, like, nine to fives, and we think that you're, like, wilding out. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, like, CBD-themed, and so you could, like, build your own CBD oil-infused bath bombs. They had CBD oil. They had actual weed there because she said something on one of her Instagram stories was like, I I just want to, I was like fucking stressed about this baby, which why? You have a million nannies, three other kids, a giant home, all the things that you could need for whatever. She said Maybe she she's really stressed, stressed because she has four kids in a giant home that's all white with nothing in it. <laughs> she's going to lose them kids in that museum. Um... And so she was, like, so I just wanted everyone to have, like, a really zen afternoon. So, like, we just, like, you know, get these CBD oils or, like, you know, take a puff. And I was, like, take a puff, bitch. Bitch, Kim, do you have weed over there at this baby shower? I mean, it's legal there. I Yeah, and it's legal here in Seattle. But if someone invited me to a baby shower, I wouldn't expect for this to be going on. Yeah, those are, like, a bit of a disconnect. <laughs> yeah. And, like, especially, and, like, you guys, I know I sound like such a fucking square narc right now. Listen, I live in Seattle. Nothing phases me about weed. But, like, I'm just saying, like, a baby shower and then a baby shower thrown by, like, Miss Kimberly Noel Kardashian West. It's, like, so out of character. And I think that's why I'm tripping so much because I'm, like, Kim did this? (laughs) She's kind of uptight. And she doesn't even, like, drink. Anyways... Um, and then they also had a thing called a sound bath, where everyone sits in a circle, like, on yoga mats, and they play different, like, gongs. Which, actually, I've been to a yoga class where they play, like, gongs at the end, and it's pretty relaxing, not gonna lie. But once again, this is a weed-themed baby shower, and I think I'm just really confused. Yeah, it seems, it's a, it's just too much. It's all too much. Like, just taste Hershey bars out of a diaper and call it a day. It's your fourth kid, okay? 
Yeah, honestly. So I, anyway. I literally feel like the only reason why she had this baby shower is to get publicity. So because people are forgetting that she has a fourth kid on the way. Yeah, and then they're gonna see her out with a fourth kid and be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh, that's what the weed shower was for. <laughs> I can't, Kim. Act your age, and then your fan base will grow again. But stop acting like. I feel like she's just in constant competition with Kylie. And it's like, Kylie's 22. Right. Speaking of Kai Kai and parties, Kylie <laughs> threw Travis Scott a birthday party. He turned 28. Um, so young. <laughs> yeah. He turned 28 earlier this week. And she went all out for it. She bought him a billboard in L.A. Mm-hmm. With her and Stormy on it. And it said, happy birthday, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. So random. Like and straight then, up and... billboard dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, billboard dad starring Mary Kane Ashley Olsen. <laughs> it was weird. And it was like, just like a picture of her holding Stormy, but like, but not like a classic mom holding a baby picture. It was like a <laughs> Kylie Jenner shoot. Um, and then they like rented out a movie theater so they could see fucking Avengers Endgame. And Didn't they like dress up? Yeah, he like was in a full Iron Man suit. She was in a Captain America costume. And then little Stormy was Thor. Which was really, really cute. Yeah. Stormy's so fucking cute. Yeah. And then they had, like, a cake, and it was, like, they're them as the characters on the cake, like, all 3D. It was crazy. Um, And then last night, she threw him his, like, adult birthday party at a club, and it was wild. Dude, I bet. She, like, made it. It was, like, called... It was, like, Cactus Jack-themed, which is, like, his record label. And... She, like, made one part of it look like an actual gas station, and it had, like, fake paper towel rolls, and they said, like, Travis Scott, and, like, fake cleaning supplies. There was I'm literally a watching her story right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I hadn't seen this yet, but wow, this is cool. Yeah. And then there was a Hennessy slushy machine, which is like, bitch, do you want people to die? A Hennessy slushy? I mean, that sounds bad. That sounds bomb, but I would have three sips and be on the floor. And yeah, so yeah, wow, this whole thing like, is really cool. Yeah, and then, like, in the coolers, like, the drink coolers were, like, Travis Scott t-shirts that people could, like, take home. Like, it was, like, Travis Scott's birthday, whatever. And then there was, like, a tree, and it had all these Nikes hanging off of it. There was, like, a tattoo artist there. Both her and Travis Scott tattoos. Shit was wild. I bet that was a fun-ass party. Yeah, everyone looked like they were having the best time. Um, so yeah, that was really cute. And then she bought him, um, oh, and so then she got him, like, a floral arrangement, and it was shaped like a Nike. It was insane. And it was huge. And then she bought him a Lamborghini. (laughs) I mean, wow. Fucking 28. Who knew? And all I have to really say about this is, like, Jordan, you fumbled the fucking bag, bitch. (laughs) 
I mean, it's just a birthday. I don't know. I can't handle it. It's like it. a 28th birthday, but I guess when you have like a billion dollars to your name, you like don't even think about money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like her going out to like a hundred dollar dinner for like most of us plebeians. <laughs> but yeah. like, all I could just think during this whole thing was like, Jordan, you done fucked up. I know, but I think that they're friends. I think that they are not hating each other. Well, okay, true. That's what I meant. I I wouldn't go that far to say friends. I yeah, think like. That I- I think that they will reconcile eventually. But I don't think it will ever be the same. Yeah. Do I think that Kylie will ever do anything like this for Jordan again at this point? No. Hell no, bitch. Um, so, yeah. And then she posted, like, a picture of, like, a collage of them on Instagram saying how much she, like, loved him. He's, like, the best. Not, technically, they're not married, but they say this. That he's, like, the best husband father and everything and then she said let's go fuck around and make another baby and I'm like yes bitch and then show us your fucking pregnancy (laughs) or I will have my lawyer Kimberly Noel Kardashian West (laughs) do your ass once she's come down off her high yeah I don't know what Kim's doing no one does um so yeah, and then speaking of just someone who's like in the sidelines of the fucking Kardashians who's also always wilding out, Black China Literally and, always in the sidelines. And always wilding out. <laughs> Black China, aka Angela White, aka Rob's baby mama, aka Kylie's old boyfriend Tyga's baby mama. Bitch, the list goes. Um, she like posted last week that she was like turning 30 and so she was like you know like I'm really ashamed of my past I haven't been like the best person it's like really embarrassing but like now that I'm 30 I just like want to change my life around and I was like honestly I was like good for you like that you know and it seems like her and Rod have been getting along lately mm-hmm. I was like doing like good co-parenting which was a journey to get to this point um so I was like good for her you know like it's never too late to turn your life around and it's like growing up you know sometimes you make dumb mistakes and she just happens to make them in public Uh, (laughs) so I was like rooting for her then this bitch has to go and post a letter saying that she got into Harvard and like posted this whole thing that was like I got into Harvard bitch I mean it didn't say that but like I could read between the lines Mm -hmm. first of all it's Harvard Business School online (laughs) Which anybody can go to. Anybody can go to Harvard Business School online. Literally, like, if you've completed high school, you can sign up and join. They just offer business classes online. You don't get a degree. You get, like, a certificate for finishing. And it's oh like, yeah, I mean, these are, like, good skills to have, and I'm sure they offer great classes. And it's like, if I ever had the free time, I would probably do it. Yeah, um, anyone who tries to go back, like, to, to at school, any kind of school, to, like, get their lives together, that's fine. But come on. Yeah. And then it came out that, a, like, she had paid, or, like, a PR firm said, like, if she paid them $1,000, that they would enroll under her name, and then they would do the courses for her. All she would have to do is take a test. Oh, my they God. They would give her a study guide. But then she turned down that offer to pay the PR firm $1,000 and was like, well, I'm just going to go anyways. And then... 
so then she was like, so I signed up for myself because I really want to do better for myself. And I was like, okay, good for you for, like, turning down a scam and, like, still going ahead with it and, like, seeing this opportunity. Like, I was still in her corner. I was like, hell yes, bitch. Turn your life around. You got to think about these kids. Mm-hmm. And then Harvard came out and was like, bitch, you've never been enrolled here. Good uh- <laughs> So, Black China's Still wildin' out, but this time she's 30 and wildin'. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, girl. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, Our next thing on our listy list is Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale have broken up after four months of dating. Wow, who saw that coming? Not I! <laughs> um, sources which who can ever trust these sources say it was due to long distance and they're still friends. Which distance I would agree as in age? <laughs> long distance as in he's 25 and she's 43. <laughs> and the distance between that is long. I mean, no, I'm not here to age shame anyone, but like literally. I am, you old as fuck. Literally, logistically, that just doesn't make sense. Um, also, she's way harder, hotter than me at 43. Or 45. Or however fucking old she is. Yeah. Um, but he... Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going to talk like I know him. But yeah, they have been broken up. They were doing it for months, but they're no longer... Megan, what are you doing? I'm literally rummaging for snacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you were putting a cassette into a cassette player. I was like, okay, oh, sorry. Here, why season three? I feel like anytime I try to be quiet is when I'm, like, the loudest. And you're like, Megan, what are you doing? Like, calling me out on doing embarrassing shit. It's like when you try to get a piece of cake from, like, the plastic containers. You <laughs> just don't want anybody to know that you're getting a piece of cake. But the plastic container's like... <laughs> <laughs> Your neighbors want... wake up. I would really enjoy some chocolate right now. But all I have is a chocolate bunny that my dad sent me for Christmas. I mean, Easter. And it's hard to break off a piece. Emotionally or, like, physically? Physically. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you're saving it for, like, sentimental value. No. No. <laughs> I was like, That's okay, girl, chocolate. there's chocolate bunnies everywhere. Um, <laughs> did you eat that chocolate dick? <laughs> yeah, I did eat that. Hell yeah. You guys heard it here first. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have to report on Pete and Kate. I will say, though, that this weekend, Pete walked out on a stand-up gig he was supposed to do, and I think it was, like, in Connecticut or some shit, mm-hmm. because, and there's mixed sources saying, but he pretty much said, like, the comedy show owner guy, who, like, owns the venue, was, like, really disrespectful to him, and he wasn't going to put up with it, and then other people said, like, he wasn't disrespectful, so who knows, but the the Pete side of the story, um, he didn't want the owner of the venue to go on stage at all. Pete just, like, wanted to go do stand-up on his own. And so he didn't want, like, an introduction. But the guy, like, refused to listen to Pete and decided to do an introduction. And then I guess he, like, wouldn't get off stage. He, like, kept going on forever. And then he was like, make sure you guys don't bring up Ariana Grande or Kate Beckinsale, even though Pete told him, like, don't bring them up. And so then Pete left because he thought the guy was disrespecting him. And, like, some people in the audience were saying, like, yeah, that guy was, like, crazy. But then other people in the audience were like, no, he came up and was like, you guys, please be respectful and don't mention these people. So it's like, who knows what happened. But that 
if you guys hear whispers about that, that's just it. Um, Interesting. And then I only I get- saw headlines about it. I didn't read into it, but that's good to know. I mean, I don't know. Pete, I feel like, has to deal with this shit for the rest of his career now, and that's kind of annoying. So I don't blame him for not wanting to talk about it. I agree. I just wish I could, like, know exactly what the venue owner was, because it, like, was he like, you guys, make sure you don't bring up, or was he like, you guys, please don't bring this up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, people who were there keep saying, have, like, different views. So, who knows? We can't be on anyone's side. We'll never know. Um, And then we can go to our reality show corner! Reality Hello. show corner! I don't even want to go into this corner right now, because the story, the second story I'm going to talk about, has pissed me off all day long. No, I know. It literally made me want to throw up. Yeah. Um, so, we'll talk about our fave Jersey Shore gal, Wow. We've been mm-hmm. talking about her on the podcast a few months ago because she was going through a messy divorce with another Jersey Shore peripheral. Um, her husband, Roger, they met on the Jersey Shore and they got married. They had, I think they have two kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were having a very messy divorce and her ex-husband was being a douche. Mm-hmm. We've all talked about it. Go back to the older episodes if you want to know more. Um, <laughs> but now she has got herself a 24-year-old boyfriend. Which, how old is she? Let me look it up. Wow, Dude, she's got to be like mid-30s. Yeah. Which I'm she's not 30, saying is old. She's 33. Mm-hmm. She's dating a 24-year-old. His name is Zach Clayton. And he's a professional wrestler. And he's the kind of muscular that you get so muscular that you look like a thumb. Oh my god, I was laughing so hard at your notes. (laughs) Literally says, 24, Zach Clayton, he's a wrestler, looks like a thumb. (laughs) But he does look like a thumb, you guys. And I'm not saying he's ugly, I'm just saying that's how muscular he is. Like, where your neck bleeds into your shoulders, bleeds into your chest. You know, you just look like a thumb when you get too muscular. And yeah, he's a good-looking guy. I don't know if he, I would say that he's my type. Cause I don't definitely know not my type. my type. <laughs> yeah. But definitely her type. And mm-hmm. they seem very happy together. And her ex-husband has even come out and said that he's happy for her. And that he knows Zach because his little brother has been friends with Zach for years. And that he's a good guy. Oh, so. weird. I didn't know that. Good for him. I mean, that can't be easy. And he's made himself look like a douche through a lot of this breakup. So good for him for taking the high road on this one. Exactly. You guys, he literally looks like a thumb. Megan, I will send you this picture after the podcast. Um, actually, I'm just going to email it to you now, maybe. Wait, send it to you now. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to email it to you. Ugh, what is this, the 90s? Is it because you're on a social media hiatus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm happy for her. She deserves happiness. That whole divorce, I was like... And like, Roger, her ex-husband, is quite a bit older than her. He was like in his 40s. And I was like, bitch, you are way too old to be acting like this. Like He is? Yeah. I'm looking. Okay. I just... What's his name? <laughs> Roger Matthews. But Matthews, is, I think, is just with one T. Also, I just emailed you that picture. Oh, he's 43, shit. Yeah, he was way too old to be on Instagram talking shit about his wife and, like, their children and shit, so. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, you're too old to be doing that at any age, but, like, shit, Roger, you're 43. Get it together. I'm waiting for you to open this email. Mm, I don't know. I'll let you know when I get it. Keep going. I'm refreshing. Okay. Maybe don't tell me until after this story. Then Ugh, I know. I don't want to interrupt this story. Just get it over with. I don't even want to talk about it. You guys, I also really don't want to talk about it, but it's kind of big pop culture news, and we talk about it over a lot of reality TV. So I guess we're going to talk about it. Janelle Evans from Teen Mom 2. Everyone knows her as this crazy bitch who could never fucking get her fucking life together and keeps having multiple babies with multiple people and treats them all like shit and has, like, gone to rehab for heroin and shit like that. And you guys probably know her mom, Barbara. You guys probably have seen the memes that are like, Kifa, Kifa, are you guys high? She's the worst character on Teen Mom, and I wish they would just kick her off because I think it's done more damage than good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she had her third baby by a third guy with this guy named, which I'm not shaming you if you have like multiple baby dads. What's up to my own mom? But listen, it's just not healthy what she does. Um, so her third baby daddy, she married, his name is David, and he's just as fucking psycho as her, if not more, like, every one of her fucking relationships, it's been, like, abusive, and, like, police have always been involved, and, like, just crazy, anyways, he's a fucking psycho, and they had a French bulldog, Nugget, who I don't even think is a year old, and... Nugget supposedly bit their two-year-old, but I, let me just say this, Nugget supposedly bit their two-year-old on the face, and so then David took the French Bulldog, let me just remind you, French Bulldog, not like a fucking Rottweiler, a French Bulldog, who was tiny. Puppy, yeah. Yeah, he took it out to the woods and shot it. Like a fucking psycho. Who could even shoot a French bulldog? That's what I'm saying. Like, who could literally even shoot a French bulldog? I mean, who could shoot literally any dog, in my opinion? Spoken as a dog lover, I get it that not everyone loves dogs as much as I do for some reason. But that's just disgusting. Like, disgusting. you shot a tiny French bulldog because tiny. it supposedly bit your daughter. And here's, like, the weird thing. David's been a psycho and he's been abusive this whole time. And, like, he's had, like, an obsession with guns where he, like, constantly posts gun pictures on his Instagram. Listen, I don't like guns. I don't fuck with guns. You can send me hate mail. I don't give a shit. It's never going to change my mind. And, but he's, like, one of those crazy gun fanatics. Like, he's constantly posting weird shit with guns. Um, And here's, like, what weirds me out because he, like, posted, like, video evidence that the dog was, like, vicious. And, like, which is, like, why were you taking this video to begin with? Because it all felt weirdly set up. Because he starts videoing from, like, a different room. He's, like, far away. And he's videoing his two-year-old daughter on the couch with the dog. And then she starts putting her face in the dog's face. And the dog is, like, backing away. And she just keeps putting his face on her face. Like, getting way too close. And, like, you could tell the dog doesn't like it. And so then the dog kind of, like, snaps. Yeah, it's a, it's a snap. Yeah, like, the dog kind of snaps as, like, a warning, like, why would, which was, like, listen, 
I'm also a dog fanatic. I went to college for animal science. I was like a vet assistant for years. I've been a dog sitter for like an, almost a decade. I have known multiple very nice, well-behaved dogs that if you put your face close to their face, they will snap at you just because they don't like that because it's probably threatening. Whatever. Well, what he should, that you can, I'm watching the video now. You can clearly see the dog cowering. What yeah. he should have done in this situation as a fucking parent is to go to your child and correct them and tell them that the dog doesn't like that. Like, that's, that's how, you know. Okay. And don't you think, like, the whole video is weird? It's like he almost knew that the dog would snap if she did that. So he wanted to get it on video so that he could shoot it and be like, here's the video. Like, and the he video let her do it. Here. So by him do, so by him videoing it, he's, like, pretty much putting her in danger. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, the video is just set up so weird. It's like he was waiting for her to do it because, like, it's not like she was, like, playing and he's, like, videoing, like, being cute. He's, like, in another room, like, far away from her, like, not interacting, but videoing it. I feel like just to capture proof so he could, like, solely kill this dog. Like, I just truly feel like that's what it was. Wait, that's so weird that he just had this video. Exactly. Well, and then the picture of it after, after, like, he has the video of that, and then there's a picture of what it supposedly did to her face, and it's literally just a red mark. Yeah, there's no, like, no skin broke, nothing. It's literally just a red mark, like, that looks like it was kind of faked. Like, uh, kids like kids have accidents, they get hurt, and they learn that once you do, they learn right from wrong through that. Like, they learn that if you put your hand under hot water, you're going to get burned, so don't do that. They learn that if you put, you know, if you're a good parent, they teach them these things so that they can learn. You don't just, like, shoot the dog. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you when you get a dog, like, just like it was a kid, like, you have to teach it things like just like have to, you have to teach a dog like not to bite and like behave. You also have to teach a kid like to be nice around the dog and gentle and like look at the dog's like body to like pick up on what it's like saying. Like parents have to teach kids about like dog behavior and how to respect a dog just as much as they have to teach the dog to like not bite. And so it's like he did neither of those things. Yeah, that's a very good point. And that's why I hate when people are like. <laughs> not to oh bring up dog gate of like rural, real housewives of Beverly Hills but like when people are like he snapped at my kid so we took him to the pound and it's like okay but like were your kids like pulling on the dog were your kids like getting in the dog's face like have you ever brought training for the dog like you can't just be like he snapped once at my kids and I gotta protect my kids like I get it in a sense but it's like okay but did you exhaust all avenues and also did you like because I've seen like a ton of people mm-hmm. little kids like pull on dogs and it's yeah like, I do you- get it because then also when you get a pet you you're bringing that pet into your family and there should be a certain amount of like vetting you know like figuring right. it out before that to decide whether you guys are a match if you have kids like because certain dogs aren't compatible with kids and simple as that they probably shouldn't go to a family with kids but that should be determined beforehand before it gets to this point and then if something happens along the way like a hiccup then both the dog and the kids need to be taught otherwise exactly yeah and like don't let your kids just like because like I've seen that so many times where like kids are like pulling on the dog's ears or like laying like heavily on the dog and stuff and it's like yeah like it's nice to like love on your dog but like kids don't know how to be gentle and it's like so yeah if a kid's not being gentle the dog like as a final exhaustion might snap saying like I don't like this but I can't speak English to you yeah 
I'm so, so I'm so lurking this guy so hard right now, and I wish I wasn't because he's just lurking him now after knowing that he has shot a dog this week. I'm just disgusted. And like it was a French bulldog. Do you know how easily that dog would have been able to be rehomed? Like if you say like fine, you don't want the dog anymore because it may or may not have bit your child at your child's fault. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, you don't want the dog. Okay, but like it's a French bulldog. Like it could have been rehomed within hours. Yeah, take it to the True. woods, literally shoot it. It's True. so disgusting, and I, I don't. People might think that me and Megan are being like dramatic because we're both like dog lovers, but like, I just hate that people think of dogs as like less than, and it's like no, a dog is like a child. Like it depends on you to take care of it. Like you brought it into their your home. Like it didn't come on there on its own. Like you said, I'm gonna like I'm responsible for you. I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna bring you into my home. And so, like, yeah. the dog has, like, no choice. So, it's, like, it's up for you to, like, take care of this dog. And, like, would you take your – and, like, kids bite. Would you take your kid out to the woods and shoot it when it starts biting? No, you just teach your kid that's a fucking bite. Well, and even, like, like I said, shit happens. Like, some dogs aren't compatible with families. And if you really get to that point where you decide that there's no other option, you don't kill a living creature you just give it away it literally no longer has to be your problem but you don't have to kill it yeah (sighs) anyways it's fucking disturbing and janelle was like posting it like i'll never forget you like i love you so much nugget its name is fucking nugget and it's like clearly they've got this dog and probably never took care of it and never trained it by the way um yeah and so but then she, like, hasn't, like, pressed charges on him or whatever. The police did go there for, like, a well, well a wellness check once they saw, started seeing these reports. But until Janelle wants to, like, press charges or, like, reports David, nothing can happen to him. Anyways, I'm sure Karma will fucking get him, and I hope it gets him soon. Um... Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, I could go on forever, but we wanted to talk about fun stuff remember I'm like I don't even want to talk about it go on and then I like bent I know I was like I'm just gonna do it quickly but I'm like so fired up but like when I read it today and like saw the pictures of like the adorable little French bulldog who like once again I think was a puppy like not even a year old um it like it truly like made me sick to my stomach like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's disgusting um moving on though Megan did you get that email <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a thumb like if you yeah. put his face it's a thumb yeah that's yeah he kind of looks like someone does he look like i don't know i mean yeah he's a good looking guy but in this particular picture there's no difference between his neck and his head he's a literal thumb like put cover his face and then like hold your thumb next to it <laughs> I see no difference. <laughs> I see no difference. He's a thumb. He's it's a also thumb. it's also funny because Sarah and I have watched Spy Kids this weekend. I do think like Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally forgot that the thumb thumbs even existed, but that is him. That's a thumb. He kind of looks like Paris Hilton's ex fiance. Oh yeah, he does. Like in the face. If Paris Hilton's ex-fiance was built like a thumb. It, Paris Hilton's ex-fiance was more of like an index finger. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a full thumb. 
I mean, it's true. Um, <laughs> Content. <laughs> you guys love this shit. Maybe I'll, if I'm not feeling like I have a conscience, uh, I might put that picture up on the podcast what, uh, Instagram. <laughs> we'll see where my morals take me. Tag um, him. <laughs> see, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I really want to post a, that picture next to a thumb and say, like, which is which. <laughs> um, maybe I'll do that as this week's poll. I haven't done a poll in a while. Thumb or man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this picture a picture of a thumb or Zach Clayton? Choose below. Um. Wait, what's his name? Zach Clayton. Which, okay. if you're looking at him, I'm like, you. Your name would be Zach Clayton, and you probably were on the Corona del Sol wrestling team. <laughs> Um, speaking of something that affects me and Megan, personally, Woodstock is canceled. Listen, I could be, I could sit here and be mortified that me and Megan talked about our big plans to go to Woodstock, and so I will, because this is literally my podcast, and I can do that. So here I am. I'm mortified that me and Megan excitedly talk about our plans of going to Woodstock, and now it's fucking canceled. Firefest 2, bitch. I, I called this a week before it happened. So did I. I was, I, I'm not cool. I mean, it was kind of obvious once they announced ticket shit, but it, you know, that sucks. Yeah, because it was like April 22nd, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like the today's the day that the t- tickets go on sale. This is before I was officially had a job, so I was like, "Fuck!" Today's the day the tickets go on sale. Like, I don't know if I can buy a ticket because, like, I don't know when I'm gonna have a paycheck coming in. And I was like, "But I don't want them to sell out because I really want to go to this with Megan." So right. then I was like, kind of stressed, and then I like got like a little notification that was like tickets are delayed, um, in sales, and it said like because they haven't signed the contract for like the land, like it wasn't approved to have like the Woodstock there yet on uh-huh. the like grounds, and they're like, but don't worry, like Woodstock is not canceled, and I was like, no, that shit's fucking canceled. <laughs> As soon as I read that, I was like, that shit is fucking canceled. There's no way. Yeah. So, like, the agency came out saying it was canceled, but the actual, like, owner, the guy who owned it and planned it, like, 50 years ago and is planning it now, his name is actually Michael Lang, um, he came out saying, like, oh, it's not canceled yet. It's not canceled yet. 50 years ago when this happened, we had to move venues three weeks leading up to it. So if we did it then, we can do it again. I'm like, bro, kind of a different ball game these days. You can't just do that. Yeah, like, it's not the same thing. Because it's like, bro, you haven't even sold tickets. Like, <laughs> people have to plan for this shit. Like, you haven't even put tickets on sale yet. If tickets were already on sale and then maybe moving it, okay. But, like, you haven't even listed tickets. And you want to have it this year because you want it to have it be Woodstock 50. So, like, your time is very limited, my dude. Right, good point. Like, Woodstock 51 just doesn't have the same ring a ding ding. Um, also, I think it's weird that they didn't announce any type of like accommodation yet. Like, me personally, I wouldn't buy a ticket to a festival without knowing what type of accommodations they're going to offer. Like, you can assume it's going to be camping, but they didn't announce that yet. So, like, what if they're just like, nope, we're not going to offer camping? Figure it out yourself. Yeah. <sighs> so that's over, done with, kaput. Yeah, I'm a little sadly, upset, doomed. 
to be honest, I actually really wanted to go to Lollapalooza more than Woodstock. And I even asked Megan, like, which one should we go to? And Megan was like, Woodstock. And I was like, okay, cool. Because, like, I really didn't care that much. Um, but a bitch was still thinking about going to Lollapalooza. But now that's ruined, too, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> this is a personal shout-out to our friend Jenny. She knows what she did. Um, she will be visiting me in NYC during the weekend of Lola Palooza. She probably won't even hear that shout out because I don't know if anyone listens because side note, side rant, got some fake ass friends. And this goes along with your post from earlier this week too. I can't tell you how many group chats I'm in that said shit about Prince William having an affair. And I was like, y'all fake. <laughs> y'all fake known. as fuck. Yeah, you would have known if you listened to me talk for two hours a week. <laughs> Listen, I thought that was like public news. Me and Megan reported on that two weeks before it hit U.S. waters, I guess. Because like, I thought it was like public news. I was like going about my life. Like, yeah, been there, done that, talked about it. Like, spread all the details, talked about Rose Chamondelay. And then... <laughs> Chandler Bong. <laughs> Miss Chandler Bong. And then, like, yeah, one day on Twitter, it was, like, Prince William's affair, and then people were, like, texting me about it, and I was, like, listen, you fake-ass cunt. Like, listen to my podcast, and you would have been, like, already in the know two weeks ago. I know. I texted Morgan. I was, like, oh, God, Prince William is trending. It's happening. And, like, later that night, Sarah was, like, have you heard about this? Like, Sarah! I know. I was, like, wow. I expect it from the other girls, but I don't expect it from you, Sarah. (laughs) A2- Sarah, <laughs> um, I will say this is just a personal shout out to all of our friends slash a call out bitches. <laughs> I will say that Lindsay did follow the podcast on Instagram and I was like, okay, Lindsay. When? Uh, like last week. Uh, oh, maybe she listened. Yeah. I was like, Lindsay, <laughs> do you want to be high? But we're always welcoming new guests over here. Uh- <laughs> all of our friends are fake um, oh, that's funny <laughs> it's fine so yeah Woodstock's cancelled Lollapalooza is cancelled shout out Jenny um, <laughs> <laughs> Lollapalooza is still happening just not for me well maybe you know what I'm desperate if you're going to Lollapalooza send me a DM um, all I'm trying to really see y'all I'm just trying to see the Strokes live. The Strokes are, like, my favorite band, and they, like, shape my adolescence, and they haven't been a band for years, and now they're going, like, on all these music festivals, and then they're, like, playing stuff, like, over in Europe. So I was, like, trying to go to Lollapalooza, because I'm trying to see the Strokes live. Jenny had to ruin that for me, and then... I saw that they're playing in New York City for the Governor's Ball, so I was like, oh my god, should I go through that? But it's like, this month, so I'm like, I don't know if I'm trying to buy a plane ticket and call on my new job and buy Yeah, I'm going to be totally ticket. honest. My month of June is stacked. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Whatever. So my plan right now, you guys, and I'm scared to talk about this on the podcast, see Woodstock, um, <laughs> is to see them in September in Orange County they're playing the Ohana Music Festival and I'm just trying to go for that Thursday just to see them live you guys please put out all positive energy for me because listen here's the thing y'all I don't 
really like concerts and I don't really like live music. I'm gonna be honest, and I know that makes me a fucking loser. But it's oh just my god! Like people love concerts, and I'm like, I could really care less seeing like my favorite artist live. Like, oh, I love concerts. I love certain concerts. There's a lot of bands who I love who I would not ever go to see in concert unless their tickets were like five bucks. Um, and I or I like mean, someone to go with. But the Strokes are like a type of band that if I saw them live, I think I would honestly tear up. <laughs> so I'm oh, that's me. I'm a concert crier for sure. Like I'm pretty sure I cried at the Drake concert. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I'm trying to get my ass to Orange County in September, so let's make it happen, people. Let's you got let this. this girl get her dreams come true. You got it. I've got this. Um, it helps that I know like a million people that live in California too. So we've got this. It's gonna happen. Yeah, that seems like a pretty reasonable goal. So I'm here for it for you. Yeah, and when I see the Strokes live, whoo, I'll give you guys an update. Um, Can't wait. And then the last thing that we have to talk about is also being interrupted. I'm like not excited about this. Taylor Swift came out a new music video called Me. This was Brandon Yuri from Panathlesco. Majority says the song sucks, and I agree. And it's not just because I hate Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift's music a lot. I have, like, multiple of her albums. I think she produces good, like, puts out good music. However, and I know I hate Taylor Swift, but this has nothing to do with her music. I love her music. Mm-hmm. This song sucks, you guys. Yeah. Do you want to know how bad it sucks? That I'm not even hate listening to it. Like, I have listened to it. I think literally once on Thursday night when it came out and I was like, no, this is just, I want nothing to do with this. And I, I haven't listened to it since. And that's all I needed to know. Cause you know how sometimes something comes out and you hate listening to it. Cause you're like, Oh, I need to listen a few times and maybe I'll end up liking it. Or even if you hate, listen, you like secretly like it. No, that's how bad this one is that I've literally only listened to it once. I've also only listened to it once. Once again, I said that part really fast because I hate talking about this, but it is, she came out, everyone knew about the countdown. We thought it was going to be a new album, but it was actually just a new song slash music video. It came out on the 26th. It's called Me, um, and it has Brendan Urie from Panic! at the Disco in it. Um, yes, I've only also listened to it once because I think it's absolute trash. And I know I sound really biased, you guys, but with her music, I really am not biased. Um, I know all the words to every song off 1989 and uh, Reputation. Like, I'm a fake ass hoe. I hate her, but I love her music. Um, but this song just sucks. And, like, yeah, Megan likes her music. My friend Katie loves her music. Everyone has said the same thing. Like, the song sucks. It sounds yeah. like a song that was on an episode of Yo Gabba Gabba, which is Nickelodeon <laughs> Junior show for toddlers. It, there's literally a lyric in the song that says, hey, kids, spelling is fun. Yeah. Oh, that's my God. I wanted to barf. That's literally a real lyric in the song. And, like, Brendan Yuri, what are you doing? He's so talented. I know. And he's so hot. Um, yeah, like, why did, you, why did you stoop to this level? I don't know. And I think I will give her some slack. That's, I think this song is specifically for Secret Life of Pets 2. 
So I get maybe why it's like a little toddlerish because it sounds like a song from like a toddler show. So okay, I get well, they- in that case, I fucking love Secret Life of Pets, so that yes, changes pit. everything. <laughs> no, I'm pissed that they're gonna put this song because Secret Life of Pets one they used Welcome to New York. Oh but guess yeah, what? I totally forgot. That song fucking slaps. So I was like, great, this movie slaps and the song slaps. Cool. Yeah, that is a good. See, that's one of those songs that at first I was like, what the fuck is this? But you listen to it a few times and then you get into it. And then they put it in Secret Life of Pets and I was like, oh my God. Yes. And that's kind of yeah. like someone who moved to New York thinking that life is good. You know, like that could essentially be my theme song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but like, here's the thing, like, um, oh, I gotta charge my phone. It's probably gonna make a lot of noise for a second. So sorry, ASMR. Hey, um, what are you doing? <laughs> fuck off. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, like, Welcome to New York was made before Secret Life of Pets. So, like, it just happened to be the song for that movie. But I think she made this song for Secret Life of Pets, too. Okay, but well, I also don't like that, because that's, like, sellout shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't need to do that, Taylor. Yeah. So the song sucks. It sounds like a song for toddlers. Um, she was hinting that we are probably going to expect an album, I think, in July. July 13th, I think, is when her album is going to come out. And this will be a song on that. Um, I will say, so they performed it live for the first time, actually, a few hours ago tonight at the Billboard Music Awards. And people are kind of annoyed with her because she brought out a live marching band in, like, matching colors, and people think that she's, like, ripping off Beyonce, especially now since Homecoming just came out, and it shows, like, the HBCU marching bands and stuff. And... What? No, I... Nothing. Go on. Um, I kind of get that, because it's, like, yeah, like, Homecoming is, like, still a thing that's happening. Like, it's big in pop culture right now. Beyonce, like, did the marching band thing, and it was, like, kind of, like, her signature so then for Taylor to come out like a week later and be like I'm gonna bring marching bands out for the song it's kind of like okay maybe like think about it (laughs) especially since she's always like trying to sue people for even using the year 1989 um so I was like a little annoyed with that but I think the and like maybe if I had read that earlier I'd be like I mean I can see why people are saying that but like whatever but something that pissed me off about her music video is she copied almost like second by second Outcast Hey Ya music video during one part. Like even had the crowd audience wearing like the same outfits. <laughs> oh, I did I didn't I didn't catch that. And granted, remember I told you I watched it once. <laughs> so and then I sent you my thoughts and you sent me your thoughts in reply and I haven't had a chance to rewatch it with your thoughts in mind. I'll send you like a because I took a screenshot of like the videos next to each other. Yeah, so that's like kind of why I'm like really agreeing with the Beyonce thing because I'm like, yeah, you kind of are ripping off people because like, yeah, marching bands in like matching colors and stuff is kind of like Beyonce's thing right now, but like that's her paying respect to like historically black colleges and universities. It like has mm-hmm. meaning to it, mm-hmm. and like then to like rip off Outkast with like one of their most popular videos, Hey Ya, mm-hmm. which is also black artist it kind of just feels like a it puts a bad taste in my mouth 
It's Wolf suspect. Mm-hmm. It's definitely suspect. I'm not accusing her of anything quite yet, but like that's a good word. It's definitely suspect. I do think that she definitely ripped off Outkast music video. The marching band thing is on my radar. Um, so yeah, it sucks. You can watch the music video and listen to the song. It's on YouTube. So. Oh, and in the beginning, the song literally starts with a snake that, like, bursts into butterflies. And it's like, bitch, move on. <laughs> Kim has had, oh. th- like, two children and a weed baby shower since the snake <laughs> thing happened. And then the video cuts to Taylor Swift speaking awful French. Like, bitch did two days of Duolingo and was like, yes, let me incorporate this. Yeah, the music video was sponsored by Duolingo, but then they regretted that because... She, like Megan said, only used two days of it. She literally says, like, just sweet calm. And it's like. <laughs> that was the part that I was like, no, no, no. I want to stop this now. But it was literally five seconds into the video and I had to keep going. As a person who took two years of high school French and has been to France, that bitch's accent sucks. Yeah. So I mean, I took two years of college French and went to France, and I can't do much better, but I'm not out here trying to pretend like I can. And also, I don't have, like, a million-dollar music video crew to help me. Like, someone <laughs> that passed through approval through multiple people. Yeah, just don't speak French. <laughs> Anyways, that's a lot of the gossip pop culture news I have for you guys this week. I feel bad because I told Megan it was going to be short, and here we are at 120 minutes um i know i always get so fired up i know we just love talking to each other and i don't think it's actually mm-hmm. 20 minutes i think it's an hour and 20 minutes but whatever um that's all i have for you guys i have to go get dinner and then go to bed early because your bitch has a job again Woo-hoo! Woo! Mm-hmm, bitches i'm back so watch out um Megan, do you have anything you want to add? Any thoughts at all? Just sweet, tired. Perfect. Um, make sure you guys follow us on <laughs> Instagram. It's Pop Culture Swine Podcast on there. I may or may not picture this guy as a thumb or like post a picture of this guy as a thumb. No, put a picture of him next to the thumb thumbs from Spy Kids. We'll see where my morals take me. <laughs> So Clearly, follow, I have none. <laughs> follow now before I post and delete. Um, before you get a cease and desist. <laughs> before I get a cease and desist from his lawyer, Kimberly. <laughs> well, <start having> <laughs> um, so make sure you follow because I'll be probably posting that this weekend and also deleting it this weekend. And then if you are on listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because that's how our podcast gets more um like spotlight and helps our podcast grow although listening to me to say that you guys are like please don't do that i <laughs> know i'm like you good over there <laughs> i can't think of the word i want to use attention uh, not attention but i'll think of it and record a separate episode just for that um, so yeah, make sure that you do that if you're listening on iTunes because that helps the podcast grow. And don't you want these bitches to like live the life of luxury? <sighs> we don't deserve it, but if Black China can go to Harvard, bitch, I don't deserve anything. And then we will be back next Wednesday for another episode. Our Wednesday pop culture episodes are coming to a 
end soon, though, because the Bachelorette will be back. <laughs> so we'll see if we want to talk about that or continue. I kind of like doing the Wednesday episodes. Me and Megan will obviously talk about this off air. And then, yeah, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.